Today's episode of the Not That Great Podcast can be found wherever you find podcasts, all of the places you find podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. Find us there. Find us on the interwebs at NotThatGreatPod on Instagram and Twitter, NotThatGreatPod.com, Facebook.com slash NotThatGreatPod. Facebook really pissing me off refusing to change the page name from my given name, which is Camille Sharif McMullen, to the Not That Great Podcast. It's been six months. So if any of you know anyone at Facebook, if any of you have Zuckerberg's phone number, have him call me because I want to talk to this dude. He stole our data, and now he's stealing the chance for this podcast to be all it can be. Today on the show, it is part dose of our NFL preview extravaganza. Alex Brown on the show today, talking AFC, talking Patriots, talking, I don't know, all the other, we go division by division, we talk about um, who's going to win each division, we're going to make picks, talk about rookies, if they're going to have some impact, and then we ultimately put um, a team in the Super Bowl. I'm not sure I came down solidly on who that is. I think we might have just done picks. Uh, this was recorded uh, previously. so. Um, but it's a good, long conversation. Alex really knows what he's talking about. Um, and you'll hear that coming up. Moose is in the house. Let's go. Make it a double I can. Take it another. Get so hard to chase it. Live up to. Yeah, it slides away when you're running Like my Uncle David Who never lived to escape it The trouble you were about to cave in Give up to talking in your basement We decided Alright, so our two sports specialists Alex Brown, current NBA lead analysts But also trying to vie for NFL lead analyst, and this is uh, our AFC only preview, and we will somehow, we will manage not to mention, or at least I will try my hardest not to mention that the Philadelphia Eagles are the Super Bowl champions at the moment, but um, <laughs> we, uh, so we're going to go, we'll go division by division, uh, and also we'll note that in none of these divisions is the current Super Bowl champion, so we'll start at uh, home Home for us is New England. The Patriots are, and we'll start in the AFC East, obviously. And the Patriots are are still, and it, you know, the more things change, more they stay the same. Still, the complete and total class of this particular four team group, and but there's some Alex, there's some say out there that this is a little bit of a question mark year for them, just because of the questions around uh, Edelman being out for four games. It's only four games and uh, slight improvements on the other teams, notably the jets getting Bridgewater quarterback. Do you see anything Mm. else or anything at all that, and I'll just say right now, I don't, but do you see anything at all that would threaten the Patriots winning another AFC East crown? No, no. Um, So, yeah, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Really? That's that's what's putting I mean, the, the Jets over the top. <laughs> he was good, though. He's better than any quarterback the Jets have had in you know four or five years. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get to to the New Jersey Jets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for the Pats, I mean, yeah, they're they're going to win the AFC East again. Yes. They're going to. They're not going to be as good as last year. They're going to regress. But I mean, look at the dog shit division that they're in. Yeah. Who cares? You yeah. know. Um, so just like strengths and weaknesses, and I think people are freaking out a little bit too much about some of the losses that the Patriots have had. Like yeah. people are all of a sudden freaking out about Nate Solder and. Me personally, I always felt he was kind of overrated. Like I felt like I spent more time screaming "God damn it, Nate!" or something like that at the television, sure. and I was like, "Oh, you're good, you protect that blind side." Yeah. Um, so I think he's he's replaceable. I think Dion Lewis is replaceable. I think Amendola has already been replaced with, with Decker. I mean, yeah. I, you know, Dan, Danny did some great 
stuff for us. I'm not going to pretend like he didn't. Um, and then, you know, the whole Butler gate thing, Brandon cooks, like, I get it. I understand a lot of the losses, but I mean, it is, it is a machine that has proven that it can absolutely plug different people in and make them look better. Um, the biggest problem that the Patriots have really is that they have zero pass rush. Which is why we lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Eagles, oh wait, who, who um, won that Super Bowl? I was just curious. Yeah, I know, right? So, um, <laughs> how's that? How's that one Super Bowl in franchise it's, history? It's fucking now? wonderful. Is how it's it is. Great, isn't it? Okay, it's phenomenal. Five. I can't can't wait to not repeat. It's gonna be amazing. I yeah. mean, I kind of buried the um, lead there. I don't think the Eagles are repeating. But anyway, we can, we can talk about the NFC preview. But you can continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Patriots, Matt Patricia's gone. Good. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Have fun with that, Detroit. Um, the only thing that concerns me is that we do face them in week three. Mm-hmm. And usually that first game, you know, against one of the, the old school Belichick coaches can be yeah. a little bit rocky. Right. Uh, like Mangini and, and uh, McDaniels when he was on Denver. Right. Um, but that's not sustainable. It'll be like one game where they mm-hmm. could potentially get us. But, uh, you know, the, the real things, the scariest things for me are really defensively because, you know, Hightower is the only real difference maker in our front seven. Um, I mean, having the McCordy twins back there is, is awesome in the back in the uh, defensive backfield. But, um, yeah, I think Patriots with all of the you know quote losses, I think they still go twelve and four. You know, where do you, where do you see the four? Just, I mean, you lose you lose um, one of the Dolphins because you always do, right? So yeah, I mean, but I I kind of feel like they're you you, you might lose that. So game I think game one was in week fifteen. So I don't know. I don't see I don't see four losses here. Game game one is against Houston. Yeah. Yes. So we typically don't start really cooking fresh out of the gates, really, the past. Right. Um, I have to stop saying we all the time. Uh, <laughs> you're a sports, but, you're a sports uh, journalist now. You get to say we as much as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they never come out hot out of the gates. And if Deshaun Watson is actually healthy and ready to go week one, I mean, you saw what he did to him last year. That's yeah, true. Like, and our yeah, defense is defense. not is not that good. And if you can't pressure him, right? I mean, Houston has a terrible offensive line, but we can get to that later. But I mean, you know, he he could light them up again. Yeah, and, and especially early on, before like everything is kind of like gelled. Um, so that's definitely one of them. Potentially, you have some. I, I can't. There are a couple of games that they do have on the road that could be tough, but I don't. I don't have that schedule. In I got front it in front of me. Of me. There's a <laughs> not not immediately though, um, but later in the after the bye week, there's an at Dolphins and at Steelers. Um, yep. But there's a Packers at home. Sunday night game. I think that's a Sunday night game. Um, yeah, it is. And then there's a Vikings at home uh, game of the week on Fox week 13 that are interesting to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Packers, Packers are meh, but again, we'll get into that in the NFC uh, thing. They, I feel like that whole team is only Aaron Rodgers, but that's fine. The Vikings, though, mm-hmm. I think are, are vastly improved even over last year, um, despite the way they exited the playoffs unceremoniously. Uh so, I guess, you know, now looking over the schedule, I guess I could see how they could get to four losses. I guess it would be, uh, if you're going to, if I'll give you the one in week one, maybe. So, I guess I'll go mm-hmm. Texans, Dolphins in Miami, Vikings at home, at Steelers, I guess. I don't know. I just Yeah, like, yeah I mean, you know, I, I just, it's. It's it's just possible, you know. Yeah. I mean, just because yeah. of the the defensive lacking mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but you know, I'm 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 not worried about them. I don't think they're going to be Super Bowl favorites, but no, they're still gonna they're still gonna go into the playoffs. Yeah, no, I I can see that. I obviously do see that. They obviously win this division. I I mean, looking at the schedule, I'm like, is the AFC this week? Like, 
if we're if we're just saying you know Steelers are the only FC team on here, we we're only saying the Dolphins because it's a division game and they always split, and we're only saying the Texans if Deshaun Watson is back to his yeah fully one hundred yeah original one hundred percent. But they're you know the the Jaguars were surprising were surprising last year, uh, but like only not in a way that seems sustainable to me. Kind of seems like they caught like lightning in a bottle type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I just. That. Yeah, so I'm just not super sold on, and I guess I'm bearing the whole lead on our AFC preview. But I just don't, I don't see anyone in the AFC, at least not right now, as we record this uh, on August 9th, You know, first night yeah, of uh, right. preseason. Exactly. I don't see anyone really, really challenging the Pats in the AFC when it comes to playoff time. Now, within the other divisions, you might see some surprises, but. It's just, you know, especially if we're, if we're, this is, we started this just about the AFC East. This is the past division to lose. Yes. And, and, I, and the minimal, minimal improvements on the other three teams in this. And I think the Dolphins actually regressed. So even from, how can you regress from six and 10? They might want to be in the worst team in the AFC. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So I don't know how anyone could consider. No more Jay Cutler being a downgrade, but if you're going to yeah. Tannehill, then <laughs> are, are, so are we going? Are we going to Miami next? Is that our segue into Miami? We don't even need to talk about the rest of this division. I just don't like. I I don't. I'm not excited about anything. I I want. <laughs> well, I want Teddy so, Bridgewater to win seven games because I think that Teddy Bridgewater is good, and it's the, the injury he had was fucking horrific, and I want yep. him to be able to come back and play successfully. But he just picked the wrong division to play in. You know what I mean? Like you should have go taking that shit to the NFC, should stay in the NFC North. And maybe you, yeah. could, uh, you know help the Bears or some shit. I don't know. Just like it's like oh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna play you know two games a year against the best team in in football for the past two decades. So like the pressure is gonna yeah. be on him, you know. That's, but I want to see how he responds yep. to that. But I don't even I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he is. It's gonna be McCown or it's going to be Darnold. No, I don't say I that. really, I really don't think it's going to be Bridgewater. I think he's going to be like break glass in case of emergency kind of situation. Fucking break knee. Yeah, um, something like that. But just flying through some of it. Um, yeah. So just quickly, AFC stuff. I'll just say a couple of things and then. But, um, okay. One Miami. <laughs> one Miami. Flying Ryan Tannehill is back. Oh, woo! God. But. They lost. They lost their best offensive weapon, their best defensive presence, their best offensive lineman. They have a terrible office, terrible management. Yeah, and like they're they're done. Buffalo, Shady McCoy. <laughs> think, yeah, that's it. I think we could just stop right there. That is uh, um, that is all. <laughs> and that is that's, that that's is everything. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> Jets. Um, it's really strange to say that a team overachieved last season when they only had five, five wins. wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, fortunately for them, I I believe some of their toughest matchups are at home, which gives them slight kind of advantage. But they really have no offensive weapons at all. Yeah. They have no run game. I mean, who's their best receiver? Terrell Pryor. Ugh. Who? The Bills. No Jets. Oh Jets. Oh Jets. geez. Yeah, it's Jets. gotta be. It's gotta be only prior. I don't. I don't even know who their other receivers are. Yeah, exactly. They had exactly. We, they had Decker, but we just got Decker. So. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then that yeah. really, but that's really that's legit. If their best case scenario for the Jets is seven wins, like best case scenario, that's dude, like dude, that's a that's a stretch. Su- yeah, sunshine <laughs> and roses if they get yeah, further, if they get seven wins. Um, but yeah, so that's AFC's quick spiel. Fair enough, and it's, uh, it's as quick as it needs to be. It doesn't, you know, what I mean? it's, it's, it's mm. way more time in the AFC East than <laughs> than even necessary. Um, yep. The Jets have Robbie Anderson at receiver. They have uh, they have Jermaine Curse, and they have that dude who's serviceable who had, who had uh, Quincy Nunwa, who had you know flashes of brilliance last year. But oh right, 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 right. Yep, yep. Excuse me. So. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about them at all. No. Uh, McCown currently listed as a starter, and Bridgewater yep. second. So, uh, but Darnold's supposedly impressing, 
at camp. So I don't know if he jumps. And there's always bit. pressure. You, there's always pressure to start that that high lottery first round yeah, pick. Yeah, QB. especially, if, like especially every, if, you're five, if you're a five and eleven overachieving team. Of course, you want to get. You know, that's where I would go. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, East done. Um, in the where we say we go next, North. Sure. All right, let's go north. Um, Probably the least interesting of the AFC divisions. Extremely to be uninteresting. Um, but Pittsburgh's going to win. It. It's interesting at the top and interesting at the bottom. And uh, and it's just because I said this in the um, in the fancy preview that there's three true things in life, and they're death taxes and the Browns are the Browns. But yeah. I think that I. We looked over their schedule. Well, they literally have nowhere to go but up. Right, so. exactly, and that's been the that's, <laughs> like, and that's been the case for so long. So at least they're consistent. But, um, yeah. but I could, I would, I'd said that we should ham. You would hammer the under if you're betting, but people will fillet if they get two wins. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I think they'll get more than that. To be honest with you, I I, I pegged them around four. Yeah, the, the yeah, over totally. under is five and a half. So I four, have four. Four, maybe even if like Chubb is offensive rookie of the year kind of situation, maybe even get up to five. But that's yeah. that's like a big, that's a big like best case kind of scenario. Like the Jets with the seven wins. How many? But, um, uh, how many losses off the bat? So let's look at their schedule real quick. Let me pull it up. I already had it up for the last recording, but um, how many losses off the bat until we see Baker? Ooh, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I feel I like if that were to happen, I feel like Tyrod would have to play really bad. Yeah. Like but, really bad. But I mean, do and you Tyrod's think that, not bad. He's, no, he's not. not bad, I mean, he has but, his limitations, but he's not bad. But do you think that this is going to be a team that loses these games because of poor quarterback play or just because of like the youth of the team and inexperience overall? And then, even if so, does, actually, it doesn't matter because now you're looking at the same situation the Jets are in. We've been losing yep. for so fucking long. And it's like, we, we this guy was the number one pick in the draft, foolishly, mm-hmm. but he was. So I like, agree. If you're going to trade for Tyrod Taylor, why would you bring in a number one pick? That you should have just taken Barkley. Right? Um, well, I mean, the thing, you know, the thing that I think has become such a friggin' epidemic is just throwing these regardless of what their draft position is yeah they're still like there are very very few players who are like regardless of the most difficult position in like all of sports basically yeah um they're not ready they're never ready and to say well like get them the reps and they like you can you can ruin players that way yeah look at david carr I mean, you can ruin players. It took Alex Smith how long to recover? Yeah, you know, from being a number one pick and getting thrown in there too soon. What do you but mean, Dave? People... Wait, what do you what do you mean, David Carr? He's a great NFL analyst. <laughs> exactly, but I mean, I, I think a lot of people are forgetting. You know, Brady didn't play right away. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers famously did not play right away because yeah. I, you know Brett just refused to retire. Yeah. Um, but I mean, give, give the kid some time, like get him comfortable in the system. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it behooves a franchise to be like, well, we picked you number one overall, throw you out there. Like you've got to, I feel like you've just got to nurture them a little bit, a little bit better. And in, you know, unless Tyrod really like completely shits the bed, I, 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 I don't think the Browns should start. Baker ever this season. Really? Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, I'm looking at their schedule right now, and I'll read it off to you quickly in a second, but I'm just going to say that if we go through eight, nine of these games, and they're 0 and 9, which is possible, not probable, but possible, right? Something's going to have to change. This team is one in thirty-one or something like that in the last two years, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so, 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 and and, they, and they're and they're trusting the process, so they're not getting rid of the coach. Okay, mm-hmm. they're not gonna. They just got most of these players. They're not gonna share trade the line, share the players. At some point, mm-hmm. 
you're it's it's gonna it's gonna be public pressure, putting fans in the seats, and at some point it doesn't matter if Tyrod Taylor, you know, if he's anywhere close to within like you know plus five on his touchdown to interception ratio, or something like that. That's the easiest, most tangible change to theoretically make. I'm not saying it's the right change, but I'm saying that the Browns obviously don't have a history of making correct decisions. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if, so, I mean, again, it's the same thing with Darnold. It's that pressure. It's a high pick, and this is the number one pick, so there's right. obviously going to be that pressure to put him in there. Mm-hmm. I just say don't do it. Even if you end up having a god-awful season, don't yeah. put him in too soon because you could ruin him. Well, that's tough, too. It's like even if you don't put him in, he's it's not like he's learning football from the best. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so he's not, he's that is on the, true. He's that is true. And, bench, I mean, like, yeah, and hopefully Todd Haley can manage to get his way, you know, like not getting into a fight with, with the, the quarterback of the team or the yeah. you know future quarterback of the team, story quarterback of the team or whatever, because Todd Haley just is kind of notoriously an asshole. If anyone's going to get himself a, run out of if, run out of every place he's ever been. If anyone's going to get in a fight with someone, it's Greg Williams. Yeah. So now remind me, this is isn't this the dude yes. who was yes the same bounty, bounty gate yes kill kill the head and the body will die yes that's him and dude that was one of the scariest scariest things I had ever heard I mean I feel like he should have been wearing a fucking Hannibal Lecter mask when he was <laughs> giving that speech. Good God! Yeah, still allowed to work in the in the National Football League though. Somehow, which yep, I do not still has a job. Um, all right, so real quick, um, Steelers at home. That's game one. Steelers at home. Steelers is at home. They lose. Saints at Saints in uh, week two. That is another loss. Uh, Jets at home. This is one I think they get. They could win that. Yes. At Raiders. I honestly think the Raiders are going to suck. Okay, um, we'll get to that. But they could right. they could potentially pull that off. Um, Ravens at home. This is the second game I said I had them potentially winning. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they could pull that off too. I don't, okay, I'm not a huge on Baltimore. Yeah, me neither. Um, Chargers at home. Uh, I think the Chargers will smoke them. Uh, at Tampa. Very winnable. At Pittsburgh. Gonna lose. Uh, okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, Chiefs at home. Oh, they'll lose to the Chiefs. Falcons at home. Probably lose to the Falcons, but right. who knows? All right, so that's that's week ten. They have a bye in eleven. So we've lost one, two. Conservatively, we've given them three wins. Conservatively. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I guess that's a measure of success. They're trending upward. Yeah, they are. I mean, <laughs> dude, one is. Um, and then we missed out because they have their uh, other two um, division games, or their other division foe, which I haven't met yet, is the Bengals. That's two games after the bye week on Thanksgiving. And uh, then again on Christmas, or like right before Christmas Eve. Um, and they probably split because that's just how division games work. Generally, it doesn't matter how bad the team is. So, you know, if we're looking at... That being, you know, they're playing with the Bengals, and then they have Texans at Houston. That's a loss if Deshaun's yep. good. They have the Panthers at home. That's a coin flip, I guess, but probably the Panthers. Yep. And then probably they have, the Panthers, but winnable. Yeah. At Mile High, probably a loss. <sighs> probably a loss just because it's at Mile High, but I don't think right. Denver's going to be very good either. Right. And then at the Ravens, which is probably a loss if we give them the win in Week 5. Mm. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think they beat. I don't think they beat any team in their division twice. Yeah. So we've given them six ish, seven ish on the and if, yeah. if we if we leaned towards them in every single again one on the best fence, case scenario five to yeah, six wins is yes four to six so four I would six, still yeah. if I had if I had the money to do so I would still be sitting hard on that over or on that under I mean at five and a half yeah yeah um. Steelers, you say, run away with this division. I agree. Ravens are mid. They have the most offensive talent. I mean, even though their defense is depleted, and even though Big Ben is starting to look like a rusting version of the Iron Giant, like, (laughs) like, they're still still just loaded. I mean, Antonio Brown and Juju are 
touch a friggin' tandem. I mean, yeah. really, the only their best case scenario defensively is if if the you know younger Watt brother makes another leap. But yeah, they, they'll they'll coast through that division. Yep. And then um, Cincinnati is Groundhog Day. Yeah. How does how is Marvin Lewis still a coach? He has football. something like at one point in time, Mike Brown must have killed a hooker, and yeah, Marvin Lewis has be. pictures of it, or something yeah. like. There's he's got some sort of dirt on Mike yeah. Brown. Like there's no way. Yeah. Like that's just the most baffling. I I just don't get it. It's yeah. baffling. And, and then like, you know, poor poor AJ Green is just going to be toiling as weird. It's wasting his career. Yep. Yeah. Poor guy. I get it if like you uh if you're doing the, the Cleveland thing where it doesn't matter who the coach is because the team's gonna be bad and they want to do that for a while. Right. So, mm-hmm. which was weird when like the Sixers changed coaches uh, like two years ago and they're like, we're going to bring in Brett Brown. And I was like, it literally does not matter who the coach is of this team. The coach <laughs> could be JJ Reddick. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> dudes, are, dudes are trying their hardest to win 10 games. Like, so, so, but they're not doing that, you know? And they're just, this is just, they're just so middle. It's like, that's the word I used to describe them middle. They're so yep. middle. Seven and nine, eight and eight one playoff game and it's like you know when you look at the 12 playoff teams every year or not is it 12 yeah it's 12 and every year and you're like yeah. you just look over and you're just like it's not that the team has no business being there it's like oh good for them they make it there's no way they win a game and it's always the yep. Bengals if they make it and then when it, when you're looking at like oh who missed the playoffs it's like yep the Bengals again they're just so middle and like pick a side man just get fucking really really good trade every asset you have and get really good for a year and make a run at it or just go the Browns' direction, get really bad for a while, stack picks, you know, train talent. You know what I mean? But this middle shit, I feel bad for Bengals fans. Yeah, me too. Oh, totally. It's just an un- – and also it's just an undisciplined team, which, I mean, like how would they not figure that part out? That's totally part of coaching and culture. Yeah. You're just undisciplined. Yeah. I uh, One of the people I hate, like, the most most in, like, the history of the world is Vontez Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, well, probably especially the, that time I thought he killed Antonio Brown. Yes. Oh my God. He's Jesus. he's he's on the Mount Rushmore. I, I was like that dude's dead. Players. He is. That is. That was a scary one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the absolute worst. Um. All right. So Steelers there. Um. So we got Pats and Steelers currently in playoff spots. Yeah. We'll go to the South. Um. And it should be worth mentioning, too, that uh, so far we've picked repeating division champions. Bills were wild card last year, and so are the Titans. All right, so we're going to the South, which houses the Titans. Jaguars as well. I already said lightning in a bottle with the Jaguars last year. I think the Titans may get a little better, but I think that if we get a full year, you're looking at, and this is intriguing, because you have potentially a full year of Deshaun and potentially a full year of Indy, both of their defenses need to get a little bit better. Uh, a full year of luck in Indy, I should say. Both their defenses need to get a little bit better. But this could be like that. This might wind up being, if all things go how they should or how they could, might wind up being the tightest uh, division in the conference. What do you say? Um, I really think it's uh, Houston and Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, so. Where do I start? Okay. Um, so we'll do Colts first. So okay. Andrew Luck Andrew Luck is back, and everyone's super happy about that. And he has an offensive-minded coach for the first time in his career. They got rid of Chuck Pagano mercifully. Yeah. Um, they improved their offensive line. They got – what's his name? Slothin, who was on the Chargers, who Slothin, was yeah. really good. Guy's amazing, yeah. Um, and then they got some other dude. I want to say his name is Austin, and I have no idea where he came from. But it's, it's an improvement, right? And that's what right. they needed to do is protect him. But, my God, Andrew Luck hasn't completed a pass since 2016 in a regular season game. Yes. Like, that's unprecedented. Like, you mm-hmm. don't just – the closest comparison we have is Drew Brees – maybe when he dislocated his shoulder. But, I mean, this dude has had how many surgeries on that arm? He wasn't able to grip a, a regular regulation football, the Duke, oh, yeah, for, he was, until, yeah. like, a couple of months ago. Like, that's 
terrifying. And who does he have, really? T.Y. Hilton and... Yeah, that's right. It. <laughs> you know, like, like I was like, wait, are you still that's talking? It. That's it. <laughs> They've had a mild improvement on defense just because they they got Jabal sheared from us. Yeah. But I mean, really, there. I, I I think everyone is a little too excited about Andrew Luck being back, and I would be so surprised if he makes it the whole season. Yeah. Like I um, I think it's inevitable, even with a better offensive line. I think it's inevitable he gets hurt again. I uh, I don't think that the offensive line is as better as it needs to be. I think that they made improvements, sure, but I don't think that they're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And even if that mm-hmm. line can protect him for, you know, six, eight, ten seconds, he can't ex- he's not a play extender, not quickly anyway. And nope. the, like we already discovered, who are you throwing to? You know what I mean? Who are you passing to? You yep. have your best... I mean, maybe your best player offensively, it's definitely Hilton, but your second best might be Doyle or, like, Eric Ebron. Like, there's just no one there for him, and I wish his team had gotten a little bit better around him. Oh, yeah, for him, I forgot. For him to come He's back. always looking for Jack Doyle. <laughs> um, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, Jack Doyle's amazing. But, um, but yeah, the new coach there, uh, Frank Reich. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I obviously like Frank Reich for obvious reasons. Um <laughs> the funny thing about why? <laughs> yeah, well, we don't have to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the setup, but um, yeah. The funniest, the best, probably the most interesting thing about Indianapolis this year is that on their roster uh, they have uh, the son of Felicia from Friday. So. <laughs> Quarterback, Miami. Um, but oh yeah, he God. was uh, he was he was uh, on the Lions. He signed the practice squad with the with the um, with the Colts. They also have Brissett, who and we saw what happened last year with him. And if Luck gets hurt, and we got to see you know six games of Jacoby Brissett, you know without the support of the entire New England Patriots organization, it's not going to go well for yep the Colts again. So mm-hmm. there, even if he's, if he's the best, if luck wants to be the best player on the team, it's, I mean, it's not going to mean much and they might, you know, get themselves to six wins. Uh, and I hate to say six or like a number around six or seven again, but I mean, that's just, what I scribbled down was five, five and yeah. 11. And I'm not even going to look at their schedule. I just feel, you know, I'm very, very, like, confident. The only on the only advantage um, that I really see them having schedule-wise is that they don't they don't have a road game in the entire month of November. Okay. Which is, that's kind of, that's kind of big. I mean, especially in yeah. that month. That's like a real pivotal middle-of-the-road kind of, you know, that's when so many people get injured and yada, yada. So that's right. somewhat of a, like, little boost for them. But I still... I still don't think they're going to do that well. So if you're if you're taking Titans and Texans here, what do you think happens with the Jaguars? And I do think they fall off, but what do you? I mean, what do you think the? Oh, oh, so I don't, I don't, I don't think Tennessee is going back to the playoffs. Okay, personally. yeah, neither do I. Um, I think Jags have a better shot of going, but it's, it's I believe. Oh wait, 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 wait. Texans... sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm confused. So you, so you're saying that Tennessee is going to regress, Texans move up. And you got Jags yeah. and Texans going in. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Fair yes. enough. So are uh, are we talking Tennessee? Um, we can. I just, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I guess that what I would have to be. Uh, we'll do it briefly. We'll do it. Well, if I have to, so. oh, I'm I'm just worried because if I have to pick someone in this division, I guess it, I would have to pick because I don't think Jacksonville's going back. But I guess I would have to think I would have to pick. Uh, I would have to pick Tennessee because I don't trust. I don't necessarily trust Houston because their defense is abysmal, and I don't really trust that luck will play okay. the whole season either. Okay. So, so, um, so with with Tennessee, I mean, I think Marcus Mariota is okay. Like, yes, he is. He's, That's he's exactly not, what he is. <laughs> yeah, he's not setting the world on fire. Um, yes, there is a new coaching staff here. That there is a new offensive coordinator. Um, I like Mike Brabel as a first-time head coach. I think he could do a really good job. I this do, too. This guy who's coming from the Sean McVay, John Gruden, 
offensive guru kind of tree right. could do things. Maybe Beyond okay. Lewis is now on that team. True, but they have a brutal schedule, and it's you know it. The magic doesn't happen right away with a new offensive coordinator and a new coach, and you know, I mean, everybody raves about Matt. Uh, what the hell? I can't even Matthew Stafford with Jim Bob Cooter, and they're like, "Well, is it?" And, you know, yeah. they haven't really done anything, so I, I don't think there's going to be as much impact as a lot of people are making that sound. Yeah. Um, as far as Texans, so they have Watt and Merciless both coming back. Oh, the best! They also the added Honey Badger. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with Watson healthy right you've got deandre hopkins who is an absolute monster fuller is very good um their tight ends daniels right no it's uh delaney walker delaney walker is now on texas oh, oh you're sorry i think you're talking about the Titans still sorry yeah, yeah yeah no uh their tight end is gotta be owen daniels yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I think so. The offensive line for for Houston is awful, um, but they do kind of have enough weapons around him. And also, if you know Watt and Merciless are able to stay healthy, I feel like that team is good enough to win the division. Okay. Um, as far as Jacksonville, you know, there's there's reports coming out that Bortles is having the best camp of his career. Fucking so. Yeah, who cares? So? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, how high is that bar, though, really yeah. is why, you know? I yeah. mean, yeah, they were one quarter away from the Super Bowl um, until Tom Brady did Tom Brady things. Right. Uh, they've they've lost both of their Allens in Allen Hearns and Allen Robinson. So that's, yep. you know, they have Marquise Lee is the only dude who they really have to throw to because Mercedes Lewis is also gone. Yeah. Um. Like, they have a good running game. They have a good defense. Um, Jalen Ramsey is probably the best Jacksonville Jaguar since Tony Baselli. which, hey, good for you, Jacksonville. Again, again, um, not saying much. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I think that their defense is special. I don't think it was a flash-in-the-pan defense, but I just – I don't – I don't – I don't – I feel like they win nine games, ten games tops. Yeah. Um, I think Texas goes eleven and five, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I think Tennessee is probably going to be around eight and eight ish. All right, and then the Colts are we, we talked about four Col- Colts, yeah, five, three. five and eleven is how okay. I have them. All right, so it is tight, like I thought it would be, I guess, uh, in our prediction, but um, I definitely feel you about Jacksonville and the and the reasoning being I don't know if they win that many games, but the reasoning being like, yeah, defense still pretty much intact, but like and Bortles' camp is, you know, all well and good, but not with the lack of weapons. And so Yep. You know, and Hearns and um Robinson were out of their minds for a year and they're not there anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like Yeah. As as yep. that's the best year that you've had. Those guys are gone. They did not improve uh, nope. at that position, and now you just have to. Now it's all going to be on Bortles' shoulders and a little bit on Fournette. That's the whole offense. It's it's going to really be on Fournette. Yeah, like really. Because yeah. I mean, and so that's why I don't care that like, Bortles so had a great what? camp. Because I mean, you're just going to hand off to Fournette whenever whenever like, yep. he's going to be the valve for that team. You know what I mean? So if Blake Bortles wants mm-hmm. to have a year of 67% completions, you know, and, you know, 61% of those are to Leonard Fournette. Yeah. It's like, who gave a shit that your camp field. was great? You have no you have no downfield. Everything's going to be grind, grind, grind. You're going to run Fournette into the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just – and that's not sustainable come playoff time. Very true. So so that's that. All right, we'll do um, – we'll take a quick break real you quick, get- and we'll, we'll do uh, okay. the West in just a second. Word.
let's go to the AFC West, um, which I <laughs> didn't didn't think this initially, but having like now looking at um, the teams and their records last year and all their stats and stuff, and knowing what they've done improvement wise amongst a few of the teams, I think could be also a, a fairly intriguing uh, division. And I I can't say that I would I could confidently make a pick about who is going to win this division, and that's not necessarily a good thing. But I think that we might wind up with like two nine and sevens, two seven and nine teams type of thing. Um, mm. But I'm not so sure who falls where, other than the fact that the Chiefs won't have a winning record this year. Really? No, I don't. I don't like Mahomes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't like Mahomes, and I don't like Fat Andy, and I never have. <laughs> and Fat Andy. That's what oh. you're allowed to call him that if you're a Eagles fan. Um, but I just—he's just so good at at what well, Steve Brennan said it last. Uh, we talked about you know it was one of the first few episodes of the podcast, and Steve Steve said, "Yeah, the the, go, the conventional wisdom on Andy Reid is he's a great coach from Monday to Saturday." <laughs> I just like pretty it's, good. It's so fucking true. It's just, like the truest thing anyone's ever said. You know, like, um, and it, but it's like and also he's also to extrapolate on that. He's a phenomenal coach from like you know September to December, and then yep. in the playoffs he's a career underachiever. So, well, I mean, if, a, a huge part of that has just been like the most head scratching baffles as far as like time game management. management yeah yeah timeouts yeah. and the like mm-hmm. um, um so yeah so i don't i don't know who i I'd, I'd like to listen to you for a hot second and then maybe i'll pick who i think would win this division i i like i don't know who to say i want to say the broncos but they have problems the raiders mm-hmm. are garbage mostly mm-hmm. i want to maybe, maybe say the chargers but I'm not sold on Mahomes, and what do you got? You, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll start with the Chiefs since they're you know we were just talking about them. Um, it's they're one of the most difficult teams to predict because it's it you really don't know what to expect of them. I mean, you know, like <laughs> you hear you hear all of this stuff about Mahomes. Arm yeah. talent, sexy arm talent, incredible arm talent. Ugh. But his arm talent is basically like Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you see blurry pictures occasionally and you just hear people talking about it, but you haven't yeah. really seen shit, you know? Um, so it's different. He's going to take a lot more risks than Alex Smith did, I think, obviously. Um, he does have a gun. Um He's going to throw more interceptions. I think that just kind of goes without saying. He is a rookie, you know. Um, it's going to be a much different field than what Alex Smith bought, brought. I'm a little wary of people thinking that Sammy Watkins was some sort of huge addition. When mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins, really considering of how highly touted he was coming out of Clemson, yeah. hasn't been that that spectacular. Like, he's a receiver, you know. Um, yeah. But... And they also lost some people on defense, like Tom Bahali is no longer there. And there you know, there's there's some things that have have definitely changed. Um, having said that, I don't think they'll be as bad as as you're kind of predicting. They do. I mean, Arrowhead is a pretty solid home field advantage, um, yeah. just because of how nuts that place gets. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I like again, it's just it's tough to predict with a rookie quarterback who you really have not seen play at all. You know, yeah. uh, very small sample sizes. Uh, having said that, Tyreek Hill is a unique talent. Um, really, his only limitation is his size. He's right. got the hands. He's got the speed. He is a legitimate number one receiver. Travis Kelsey is the second best tight end in football. Okay. Yeah. Right, I mean ballpark. You can make the argument that he's number two. Yeah, like you can. Him. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the, yeah, I feel like I feel like they could they could make it closer. I don't think they will repeat as AFC champs, 
but they could. It's definitely feasible. Um, Denver, I don't think, is going to be good at all. Uh, yes. <laughs> they have an amazing pass rush with Miller and now Chubb on the other side of him, but their yeah. off- offensive line is terrible. They have no running game. Keenum is not going to have the same weapons and, and protection and safeties around him, and he's going to regress. I mean, you know, everyone's saying, well, he had this incredible season and everything like that, and it's like, yeah, but Stefan Diggs and Thielen yeah, were – Thielen, yeah. Like, and they they, they were, there was some sort of bizarre – like advanced stat that I heard about the two of them having like the most uh well Diggs had the best percentage of like contested ball catches of yeah. anyone in the league or some or in like their catch radius and all this different stuff. But I mean those guys were truly spectacular in in Minnesota. You had a better offensive line. And also there's a reason they didn't keep Case Keenum. You know? There's a reason yeah. why he's not He's not in Minnesota anymore. Right. I, Denver, I really I, – I think they go 7-9. and nine. Okay. Um, but uh, I think the Chargers are going to be really good. Now, the Chargers have – I mean, I, I said Groundhog Day with, with Cincinnati, and the Chargers are kind of have that same feel where it's like they're doing really well yeah. regular season-wise, or they have all of these weapons coming yeah, into the season, but like it, a... never, it never materializes, really. Right, right? but they still, been they, kind of... they still have the feeling that, like, something could. You know what I mean? Like, the Bengals feel like yeah. nothing will. The Chargers, so, like, you still, until, like, week, like, 15, 16, you're like, oh, they might win a Super Bowl this year, or, God, they're awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, with the Chargers, though, they're basically... <clears throat> Like, Bosa and Ingram, another amazing pass rush, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about Denver really quickly. Bosa and Ingram are terrifying. And when the Patriots play them, my my butt cheeks are going to be a little bit clenched. Like, exactly. that is going to be fucking scary. Um, they've been kind of maligned by bad coaching, really, for the most part. Um, they're pretty much, a, you know, with the exception of their pass rush, which I think is an A, I feel like they're basically like a B plus in every other aspect of the the, the, the game, you know? Um, do they have a legit number one receiver? No, they don't. I mean, mm-hmm. Keenan Allen is good, but he's not setting the world on fire. Um, they well, they have had some some improvements. I mean, I think Gordon is poised for a pretty big season coming out of the backfield. I've always liked Phillip Rivers. You know, I've, I've, for the most part, just felt bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, and also their offensive line got better because they have Mike Pouncey now, which, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a big pickup. Agreed. You know? Yeah, you're right. Um, yep. Um, and then I think Oakland's going to be awful. I really, I mean, what is your running game? Marshawn Lynch? Really? Who are you throwing to? Amari Cooper? Yeah. Amari Cooper hasn't done shit. Right. Your, I'm, willing, your quarterback, I'm, willing chalk, I'm willing to chalk that up to potentially, and I might have just said that the Raiders are going to be garbage, but I'm willing to chalk that, I'm willing to chalk that up to potentially them having an off year. Uh, yeah. Carver, I mean, you his know. Leg. He's coming off that weird year after, you know, with an injury. They've got Gruden now helming, and now who cares how whatever – influence he may have they improve the offensive line they have Khalil Mack they have they have all these guys that like need to like have that bounce Khalil back Mack here. is an they absolute added, they monster also and I think receiver so we'll say what he should have sorry no you go ahead go, go ahead well what I was going to say was Khalil Mack is I, I think he is a transcendent talent and they need to lock up his, his contract situation because they, they, they have to, like they oh, yeah. absolutely have to. No, and I he should have, in my mind, he should have been the number one pick over, um, Jadavian. But that yeah, was just I, me. But I mean, I think the thing that like can't be understated, John Gruden hasn't coached in a decade. Yeah. Like he hasn't coached, in a decade. I don't care what your job is. If you don't do it for 10 years, there's no way you're just going to hit the ground running. Like you're just not. And people can say like, whatever quarterback guru and look at all the guys who have, have come up from his coaching tree and yada, yada. 
I mean, he had like nine win teams or something like that. His very last actual coaching season. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like they're gonna bomb. Um, I I see them getting like five wins. Oof. I I honestly think part of that is that they're they're just gonna be in in a little bit of a tank mode until they get to Las Vegas and they're shiny and new. Ah. Okay. So then, so to then ask you who you think has the hottest seat in, as far as the coach goes in the AFC, it wouldn't be Gruden. I think they're uh, that's a, no, that's no, a Vegas hire. No, and Davis Davis is Davis has way too much of a Gruden boner to yeah. to fire him, even if it doesn't work out contract. very well in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that. So I'll I'll go back real quick through everyone, but I don't think that um. I think the key loss for the for for the Chiefs is Peters. I don't, and I and that's the main yep. reason why I think that, um, you know they they Barry is back, but you know how he is. He just he's coming back from Achilles, so that's tough. Yep. And then, um, you know they lost. I think they got just absolutely murdered at corner in the off season. They lost every corner they had basically. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that um, and Andy Reid, primarily defensively minded coach as evidenced by his lack of game management properly when, you know, with offense <laughs> on the field and the game on the line. Um, so they're flashy to me, the Chiefs, with Hill and Hunt and maybe Mahomes, but, you know. Oh, yeah, I didn't even talk about Hunt. Yeah. So the, the, and Ware is back, too. Yeah, he is. So, again, flashy looking, and that's fine, but I think it's going to be a mirage probably. I really, really, yeah. really, I've never liked Case Keenum. I don't know what the, you know, the. One good season. He, he was it. the right, he was the right guy for that team that year, last year. Yep. After two other guys. Yep. Um, and I, I think that Thomas and Sanders are better than Diggs and Thielen, but it's not, it's, it's very, very close. Um, and I, but like everything tr- else is a t- is a total downgrade, right? And I don't, tr- yes, I don't trust the line there either. I think Minnesota's line mm-hmm. is head and shoulders above, um, and so one hundred percent head and shoulders above the Broncos. And so, you know, I don't want to see Case Keenum having to make plays on the move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess by default, and I'm again, I will give Oakland a little bit more benefit of the doubt than you're giving them. I do really agree with the the ten years thing about Gruden. And I'm also not, I'm just not really a huge Chucky buyer, but um, I guess I'll go to the Chargers, but it's another two teams at 9-7, two teams at 7-9 and nine division. I think that the Raiders, it is, I think maybe they they would try to do something to address that run game maybe midseason if Lynch, or not if Lynch, but when Lynch um, starts to show his age. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not sure what they're going to be able to do, but... You know. Who knows? I mean, you know, who knows what they have for picks or whatever. Something might happen. You never know. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not saying that, you know, that's definitely going <laughs> to happen. But I, I mean, if it turns out that this is going to be an all-pass team, they're going to have to do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pass doesn't work without the run and vice versa. So if they're going to contend, you know, they get, unless Lynch has a fucking turn back the clock year for some reason that I... Really don't think <laughs> not don't, gonna happen. I don't think it is. I mean, I don't think he has the work ethic this late in his career. And I don't, you know, he shouldn't be a starting. And also, just the style that team. he's run at. I mean, that's not that's not sustainable. No, it's not. No, this it's style all style of running is just not contact sustainable. And, you know, I mean, so so yeah. So I would have to take the Chargers there, um, and you know, precipitating or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever. Dependent upon doesn't even begin with a P. I'm an idiot. Depending upon the what I think will be a, a downfall for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like I said, not the hottest seat. Um, Gruden's not in the hottest seat. Even if they go, they can go two and fourteen. He's still going to be. Yeah, uh, he's still going to be there at least, or in Oakland until they're not in Oakland anymore. Who do you yep. think does have the hottest seat in the AFC as far as a coach goes? There's only one answer. 
in the AFC. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, take your pick of any AFC East coach not named Belichick. Okay. Um, because you could go Gase or um, McDermott there. Mm-hmm. I don't think Todd Bowles is on the the hot seat just yet. Yeah. Um, potentially Harbaugh in Baltimore. That is the correct answer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll get a little I, more credit because of their because of their um their the one differential last year. The fact that they were just a play short of the playoffs. You know, yeah. I think I think I'll give him a full year, but I think it'll be the kind of thing Black Monday. I think unless they go like you know two and fourteen or three yeah. and thirteen or something. Yeah, like that. I mean, I don't think they'll be that bad, but they are going to be quite quite pedestrian. Yeah, but I think I think he'll get the whole year unless they lose like six in a row off the bat. Oh, I think he'll last the whole year, even if they yeah. are garbage. I don't think they're. I don't think Ozzie Newsom would do that to him. Yeah, um, and I would say second place is probably. Uh, it's got to be Marvin Lewis, right? It has to be. <laughs> yeah, but how long have we been saying that? I don't know, That's man. Like, it's just <laughs> he just so, doesn't fucking die. Hold on, like, all right. so let's 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 dig. Let's dig real quick into the into the uh, the career of Marvin Lewis. Uh, he, Jesus Christ, he's been the coach yeah, of the Bengals. Yeah, you're looking two, at some of those numbers. Two thousand three. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. Oh, boy. He's got... Oh, my God. His best record is 12-4 and four. in 2015. They go to the playoffs. They lose their first game. He's never won a playoff game. Yep. He has three ties. That's hilarious. Um, but this would be... If they have another losing season, which I think they will, I think that a lot of the credit for him goes... This twelve just to fifteen stretch. Ten and six, eleven and five, ten, five and one, twelve and four, right? So he probably was it's just like he has this weird middling up and down and then he recovers. Eight and eight his first two years, then eleven and five. Alright, let's give him another shot. Eight and eight, seven and nine, four and eleven. That's in two thousand eight, should have been done. Yep. Right? Comes back next yep. year, ten and six, makes the playoffs. Alright. Four and twelve the year after. All right, dude, we'll give you credit for the year previous where you made the playoffs, and then in that eleven to fifteen stretch, you made the playoffs all five times. Didn't win a game though, so it's like this is going to be potentially the third, the first time that he could go with three losing seasons in a row, and I think that's going to happen, and I think that's got to be it. I don't know, man. I thought he was done before. Yeah, but I mean, we just named five like, times he should have been fired. You know what I mean? <laughs> he but just sir, keeps showing up like Jason with his hockey mask and machete every single time. Every single know. time. Yeah. You're like, all right, this has got to be the last time. <laughs> like, he's dead, right? Yeah, He's seriously. dead, right? Well, these other guys, a lot, of, a lot of other guys get so much less rope than this. You know what I mean? Like, this is a lot. That's an that's an understatement. Yeah. Dudes are getting fired a year later. They go seven and nine, and they're like, "Yo, you're done," and they don't coach again. Yep. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's it's fucking ba- weird, this man. Is absolutely baffling. It's absolutely baffling. Um. All right. So that was fun. All right. So. Um, <laughs> so we've got, and I think that we mostly agree. We've got Patriots, Steelers. Uh, you've got the Jags or the Titans? Oh, you've got the Texans in the South, uh, Texans. right? Texans. Texans. I'm t- Texans I'm gonna... in the South and then Chargers in the West. All right, so I'm going to go – I'm going to break with you on the AFC South. I'm going to take the Titans in the South, I think. Really? Yeah, I mean, I. it's just so hard. And I, like, it's hard to take a team helmed by a quarterback coming off of a major injury. It's hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I... But think about – Think about how truly, truly special and electric he looked before he got hurt. And I don't think it was – I don't think that knee is going to be as much of an issue as some people may think. I mean, he's been practicing without a brace, which well, is, just I mean, a little, a little <laughs> scary. But, I mean, if he, if, he feels, if he feels that good, though, I mean, athletes know their body better than we do, yeah. you know. And if he feels that good and he's throwing – 
you know, I mean, what did he throw, like 19 touchdowns in seven games or some shit like that? Like, Yes, 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 yes. Something ridiculous. That's that's special, man. That is special. Just saying. Um, all right. So I again, I still, I, I just, I just can't get over that hump. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no, uh, I hear you. And I don't. And I and I and that's not even accounting for their defense. Yeah, I mean, their defense has had injuries for the most part. I mean, they have talent. It's just been, you know. J.J. Watt came back too soon after a back surgery. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, all right. So then you got to pick two wild cards. You got two wild cards. Um, I think wild cards will be the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And... Jacksonville. Okay. Um, I this is like these teams are so bad, man. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and two of them have to make the playoffs. Like it's just like hard. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. This is. But like, I mean, you know, otherwise, it. I mean, besides those teams, you're looking at a bunch of teams that are are like going to be lucky to get seven wins. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this is a bad AFC year. Yeah, sure is. Um, I guess I would... Oh, boy. I'll go Ravens and Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, I'll go Ravens and Chiefs. Because the thing is, like... I, the really hey, bad, Joe, the really Joe, bad. Team. Joe Fluco was on a contract year. You know what I'm saying? Like the last time he was on a contract year, he, he won a Super Bowl. So hey. anything's possible. If you can, all right. So if you could, if you could, these really, really bad teams: Browns, Colts, Raiders, probably the Broncos. Yeah. Um, and then Jets, Dolphins are really bad teams. I think. Right. Yep. Yep. I don't think the Ravens are a really bad team, and I think that they – I'm not going to look at their schedule because that's just going to be a whole other ball of wax and I want to read every game. But mm-hmm. I think they probably – if they play any of those teams, I think that the Ravens – the Ravens are the best bad team, essentially. Right? <laughs> that's, yeah. I, that's, that is yeah. what it is. Okay. I think they might be the best okay. bad team. Okay. So and – I, and I also think that one of these teams is going to get a wild card – at eight and eight, or maybe worse. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that you could absolutely this year in the AFC have a wild card team that is eight and eight. Uh, oh, seven, you is, might have a seven and nine wild card team, which is just pathetic, abysmal, abysmal, abysmal. Half the teams in the league last year in the conference had winning records. Half, and three of those were nine and seven. <laughs> actually, four of them were. Yeah, half of that half. So I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird division, um, right. or a weird conference. Uh, and then I guess if we could go forward. You know, it's Steelers or Pats again. It's just that's just is what it is. I'm, I don't know yeah. if I'm willing to. Yeah. If I'm, we'll have to see how the Pats defense looks after like six weeks before I'm willing to pick yeah, the yeah. AFC okay. champion. I mean, the verdict is still out on that. Yeah. So. Uh, would you would you be comfortable making a the pick to the AFC representative in the Super Bowl? Hmm. I mean, you always have to have the Patriots in that conversation just because of Belichick and Brady, like always. Right. Yes, you know. Um, but man, I think. And Are you really feeling the Chiefs as much? Lo- no, 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 no. I wasn't even going to say the Chiefs. I was going to say okay. the Chargers. Really? Okay. Yeah, because they're they're deep. They're deep. They have an excellent pass rush. They've gotten they've got a solid running game. They have probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. I, yeah. I feel like they they could do it. The second the second place LA team <laughs> could definitely uh, could definitely do it. I think. You know when you watch like a like a bad reality show and like there's a like a chick who's just like a drunken mess and you're just like, oh, I just want the best for her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're at home. Like, yeah. You know, it's time for her to get her shit together. I just want the best for her. 
And that's how I feel about Philip Rivers. I, I, I've always liked him and I've always thought that he was super talented. Yeah. Um, I always liked that drunk girl. You know what I mean? And I always thought she was great. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But just like she, he needs to realize. You can just find the potential. right man. Exactly. <laughs> she goes, if she could just realize her full potential, you know what I mean? Just like she stop well, drinking she, so much, do some yoga. Seriously, man. <laughs> Fucking do a couple push-ups. Go find Keenan Allen. Hang out with him on weekends. You know what I'm saying? Move in together. But again, you're talking about you know maybe just a team that's going to take advantage of all these bad teams and hope they'll have to count on a couple slip ups from your Jaguars, your Steelers, your Pats. You know oh, I mean? totally. Um, but man, but I'm Pats, telling if you, the Pats I, are there, if the Pats are there in the AFC Championship game and it's the Chargers, the Pats aren't. The Pats are going to the Super Bowl. Man, I'm just telling you, Bosa and Ingram. They yeah. they are going to have a monster season. Yeah, monster season. Yeah, I can I I would bet money on it. Well, then you'll have to come on to our gambling podcast. We do the over unders and wins, and uh, we'll see if we can we can gamble on anything. Uh, I mean, you know, in theory, gambling. I I'm not I'm not really a gambler. Like I don't know any of that like line plus minus oh, stuff. Can, but I can, I, I can learn. We can teach you. We we know we got the people over here. You know what I'm saying, yeah, cool. That's why that's this is a, this is a full. Oh service man, podcast. I can't wait to become a degenerate even more so. I it's so add, fun. Add gambling onto the rest of my list. It's so great. Down, it's so great down here in the mud. I'll tell you, man. Come on down. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's great down here. I look forward to it. Scraping pennies together to bet the fucking over on a week six game. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's good stuff. Alex Brown, I love you, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Love you too, man. Anytime. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye bye. Sidewalk 